Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Issues 2018. I'm Steve McIntosh, and our guest is Mays City Administrator Richard Lemonian. Welcome to Issues 2018. Thank you, Steve. I will always call you Chief. I hope that's all right. Well, even my <laughs> chief calls me Chief. So. Mays is uh, one of the fastest-growing communities in Kansas, and today we want to talk about that growth and what's going on in Mays. And When did you become city administrator at Mays there? Actually, uh, in 2000. I, uh, uh, in those particular days, uh, our mayor, Karen Fitzmeyer, our children went to school together. In fact, when I became the chief back in 19... 19- 76, our boys were like in the third and sixth grade, and we were Westsiders, and uh, I told the city manager at the time that I would prefer that my boys not go to Wichita schools, that they go to a smaller school, and we pick Mays, and uh, so actually the mayor, Karen, uh, her children also were going to Mays, so we got to know each other then. Of course, uh, Sharon, my wife, she was on the school board for a time out there, and uh, so I got acquainted out with a lot of the Mays people uh, as the boys were growing up and school activities and things. And so in 2000, uh, I was uh, working with Special Olympics International. I had retired from the city of Wichita, and uh, she called and asked me if I could come up there and get them a police chief. Said they were having some difficulty in keeping a police chief. And, of course, in those days, they only had a part-time police department with about three and a half officers, I think, is all they had. And... So I went up there and was able to get her a, 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 a fine lieutenant off the Wichita P- PD. And, and then she also asked me to look into some administrative things that they were going on. And uh, so I did and gave her my report. And then I left. And a couple weeks later, she called and she said, Now, Richard, our city clerk quit. Our city treasurer quit. Could you just come up and run this little town? And I said... Yeah, part time. Well, that was eighteen years ago. <laughs> so it's uh, it's grown quite a bit you, since then. You kind of got ahead of me a little bit there on on, the, on your background, but I want to talk about your background a little bit. You are a Wichita native. Uh, I want you to talk about you refer to being chief of police in Wichita, and we'll talk about that more in a minute. But uh, talk about a little bit about growing up in Wichita and, and your career with the Wichita Police Department. Well, I am a, a Wichita native. Uh, I was uh, born right before World War II. In fact, it was, I was born in 1940. Uh, World War II came along. My dad went to the war, and then my next brother was born uh, six years later after the war was over. So uh, during that particular time, we lived with my grandparents up uh, actually where St. Francis Hospital is. It's where the parking garage is. There used to be a, a home there, and that's where my grandparents lived. And so we, my father got back from the war. We moved out to, in those days, uh, it's called Hoover's Orchard. Uh, Hoover's Orchard was west of West Street, actually between uh, Douglas and Central and that particular area. Kind uh, of a gated community, a pool in every yard. Yeah, it was very affluent, <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're, we're being silly here. Go <laughs> yeah, ahead. Absolutely. Go ahead. Uh, but we didn't have much, but we had everything we needed, and all of our neighbors were great people. And 
And I, can't, I think in those days, the city limits on the west side went to West Street, and that was, that was about it. And uh, uh, we grew up out there and uh, went to uh, North High School. In fact, I had my choice because West High, and I know you're, you're a West High person, uh, but uh, we uh, had our choice in those days simply because we had already started in North High. West High opened, uh, and I had a choice. Well, I knew more girls at North High, so I went to North High. And so I'm a graduate of North High. And shortly after uh, high school, I left uh, and went to the military. I was in the military for four years. And during that period of time, I came back and uh, uh, married my high school sweetheart, Sharon. And so that was many years ago. But that uh, was a good good experience. Had a great time growing up in Wichita. And uh uh, love to see what's happened to our community, uh, totally uh, dedicated to our uh, particular community. I think it's just uh, a diamond in the rough. I think it's a great place to raise a family and a lot of good things going on here. I was really interested in your decision-making process uh, of going to North because the better-looking girls are more good-looking girls there. <laughs> well, there were some at West. In fact, I dated uh, one of the head cheerleaders at West. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> Don't don't name any names. You no, don't wanna, no names. You don't want to embarrass anybody. <laughs> yeah, well, tell us about Mays' growth, for crying out loud, in, in terms of geography and population. It, it, it's just grown like crazy over the past few years. What's going on out there? Well, one of the things that we have going for us, in fact, I moved out there years ago to for our sons to go to, uh, to Mays schools. I think they have a quality school system. I think for public schools, I think it's one of the... the top public schools in the in the state and there are some good ones uh i think the other thing that that we have going for us we're in the growth pattern uh for the metro area and what's happened is that uh, uh the city itself uh in years ago it was kind of an isolation uh type uh setting where people didn't care to grow they didn't really have their own water system and things of that nature so beginning uh, in uh the about 2000 we uh, 20 uh was well, march of, of 20 by the time i got up there uh, we started working on the water system putting a water system in uh we uh, were able to explain to the council uh, the importance of infrastructure planning uh in fact one of the first people uh, uh that i hired and up there was a planning and zoning administrator and she is still with us, and she's absolutely great uh, in terms of helping us put a, a comprehensive plan together. So it's all about planning and vision. And as a result of that, uh, when we first started up there, the little city was uh, about a square mile uh, in geographic uh, uh, area, and now it's 10 square miles. And the plan is to grow the city to 20, 25 uh, square miles as uh, as the demand grows. Uh, is uh, continues to expand and i think the reason is is the schools uh, that is the the major drawing card uh secondly now we have quality of life we have uh, housing developments uh for you know we we have homes up there that begin in the high you know 170,000 go up to you know two million dollars plus and everywhere in between uh it's safety uh it's uh the other thing is we're part of the whole. We're part of the Wichita metropolitan uh, community. We're proud of it. Uh, we're proud of Wichita. We're proud of 
uh, of our little town, and uh, we we are a part of, I think, uh, what's going to happen in the future in terms of the type of homing, homes that we offer. We have, uh, in addition to just home, we have apartments, we have duplexes, we have senior uh, living type things. Uh, the other things that's occurred is, of course, as rooftops are built, and we average right around 40 uh, new housing, single-family housing starts uh, a year. And if you look back over the last decade or so, that's a lot of new families and new homes. And with rooftops, that brings commercial activity. Uh, in addition to that, we have an industrial park now. We have several hundreds of employees who now are employed in the city of Mays, many of which live in Wichita. Uh, so it's a, it's a trade-off. So what's the population growth been? Uh, officially, the, the population is about 4,500, except when school's in session, and then it's about 15,000. Uh, when you figure we have uh, May schools, and we also have the West Campus of Wichita State University. So uh, uh, in addition to that, you have all the parents uh, that bring the little tykes up there, and you have the teachers and the educators, uh, quality individuals who come into our community each day. So it's a, it's a thriving uh, area. Uh, we're very pleased. Uh, you know, when I went up there, we maybe had a half a dozen employees. Uh, we now have over 50 employees. We have a full-time quality police department, a public works group, uh, support staff. Uh, you know, and over the years, my philosophy has been you always hire people smarter than you, <laughs> take care of them, and and they do the job. So uh, it's it's been a great experience, and it's been a fun ride. And uh, I guess a lot of people my age have already retired and gone to wherever retirement people go. And uh, it's just a fun time, and I've I'm really enjoyed it. Well, did you talk a little bit more about your role in, in managing that growth? Uh, you say it's as simple as hiring smarter people than you because <laughs> I think there are a lot of people smarter than, well never mind <laughs> no but it's, it, that's part of it I'm sure but there's got to be more than that well it? it has to do we have to manage of course I'm yeah. I'm a manager and uh, but I believe in my people that I hire and uh, and I say that kind of tongue-in-cheek but it is a truth uh, I learned many years ago that I my management style is with good people but by the same token I can figure out a project, and I can go from point A to point D, uh, you know, but sometimes I need somebody to help me figure out B and C. Uh, how do you get there? Uh, and uh, that's what I need. I need a lot of support. Uh, I need to listen to them. And as a result of that, we just have a great team. And, uh, and, and you know, for any any success that, quote, I might have ever had in this career or other careers, it's because of the people around me. And I recognize that. Talk, talk a little bit about when you were a kid in school or when you were the police department or whatever. Did, did you have one or two mentors, uh, people who really had an impact on, on, on the, way you, the way you think about things, the way you do things? Yeah, I think so. Even coming up, I think in the military, uh, when I was fresh out of high school, I joined the Navy because, you know, I'm a kid from Kansas. Oh, yeah, it makes I, sense. It makes sense. <laughs> so I had never even <laughs> physically seen the ocean at the time. So... Uh, Obviously, at the end of four years, I'd seen a lot of ocean. Uh, but uh, but I learned uh, as I have gone through life, uh, both in the Navy, uh, on the police department, uh, working with Special Olympics International and others, that there are certain people, certain 
management styles that just suit what you're trying to do. In other words, uh, the, those individuals, and I try to take from those, uh, one, of the, one of the people that jumps out at me is a former superintendent for Wichita, uh, Al Morris. Uh, Al Morris was uh, a World War II veteran. He was a superintendent of schools in Wichita. And I remember as a young chief sitting in some meetings with him when we were having some civil unrest and some other things in the schools and listening to him. And just listening to him and the way he handled things, I thought to myself, you know, this, this guy has some, some management capabilities, some leadership that I need to uh, listen to and, and take a lesson from. So it's people like Al and others uh, that I learned from. And now that you mentioned, I remember seeing you managing two, two civil disturbances. I would have called them riots, but <laughs> at least two. They was, they was, <laughs> I've been in a couple. <laughs> You're listening to Issues 2018 on the Intercom radio stations, and our guest is Mays City Administrator Richard LaMunion. Uh, tell us about uh, uh, maintaining infrastructure. You talked about that briefly before, streets and bridges. That's important, isn't it? When you, yeah, when you talk about a city and you talk about municipalities, you know, it's just like the city of Mays, for example, we've grown from one mile to 10 square miles. Well, what we've done is we've gone back and we have literally uh, taken care of all the old roads, if you will, the original roads in the city of Mays, and then the new roads that we put in. You spend literally millions of dollars on road raise. So one of the things you have to do is you have to plan for the maintenance of those roads. Because if you don't take care of them and they fall apart, then you have to tear them up and start again. And that's a costly project. So roadways are important. They're expensive. But you have to figure out how to maintain them. Because if you, let, if you get behind, then it's, it's, uh, it's difficult to catch up. And one of the things that we've done up there is as we have grown, uh, we have – in addition to, uh, you know, expanding, for example, Mays Road into a five-lane uh, roadway through the city of Mays, in addition to putting in new streets and things, we put, a, put aside money for maintenance uh, ongoing each year in an effort to try to keep up. And, uh, and granted, uh, the more roads you get, the more expensive it is, but it's a good investment. I bet you haven't had to tear up a lot of old water pipes, or have you? What's your water situation up there? Uh, actually, our water system is new, uh, comparatively speaking. You know, let's let's yeah, say you look it's, in Wichita, and they're they're yeah. dealing with these pipes that are eighty and hundred right. years old. Some of well, and some of those materials that they were using in those days is it was just not obviously as good as you can get now. The quality is better, but our system is uh, less than fifteen years old. In fact, we're just putting a second main uh, water line in, uh, so we're in good shape. We have uh, sufficient water rights. Uh, to last for uh, many, many years into the future. Uh, we are actually, at this point, planning for additional uh, infrastructure for water and sewer. Uh, we have a plan in place now that, uh, as demands come, uh, we'll put uh, another portion in place. Uh, and we have figured not only how to do it, but financially how to fund it. Because we haven't raised taxes in the city of Mays for... 15 years at least, and we have no plans to raise taxes, and we have no need to pay taxes. But with any money that we have, as our assessed valuation increases, we put it into maintenance and upkeep and uh, cash carryover so that we don't get in any kind of financial uh, bind. So how much is your annual budget? 
Our annual budget is about $10 million. $10 million? And, and mm-hmm. you say you haven't raised property taxes. How do they compare with other communities? So you get Goddard competing with you over yeah. there. You know, Goddard, and, uh, yeah. Goddard and, uh, and Mays are about the same. Uh, taxes in Mays are, are higher uh, than they are in Wichita. And one of the reasons is we contract with Sedgwick County for fire service. And that's an additional 18 or 20 mills. And they give us great service. We have uh, uh, our own fire station in the city of Mays. Uh, so uh, that's one of the reasons that it's higher. But we also have tax incentives. Yep. In other words, you come and build a new home in Mays, we'll give you some of your tax money back. So it works out. So what are your other sources of income? you got user fees, things like that. Then. Uh, you, know, you have user fees, but you also have uh, uh Taxes from uh, sales tax comes back from the county through the state, depending on population and things of that nature. Uh, so uh, vehicle tax and things of that nature. So we have uh, the money that comes in. Uh, we're able to manage it in a very frugal way. The other thing that I hired right after going up there was a financial advisor. I understood how bonds work. I understand how budgets work. But I needed someone to tell me that if we did something today – Let's say we spent $10 million on a maze road project. How's that going to impact taxpayers 10 years from now or 15 years from now? In other words, let's not kick it on down the road like some government entities have been known to do that our kids have to pay. Let's pay our way as we go. What are you, uh, what are you projecting for maze's growth over the next few years? I know you've got it all planned out, yeah. haven't you? Yeah, it will. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. You know, it's like, how do you do this? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, it's going to continue to grow. I mean, the economy right now is uh, is in very good shape uh, from a uh, job standpoint, uh, from uh, infrastructure standpoint, and from the housing standpoint. In the city of Mays, uh, it's outstanding. Uh, And we foresee in the next several years uh, continued growth uh, and development uh, in quality type. buildings, not only in housing, but in commercial and in industrial park. So uh, over the past, uh, since you've been there, how many years have you been there now? 18 years. 18 years. You've seen uh, the size of the city grow in in terms of geography and population. How much did you say? It's probably, uh, I think when I took up there, the the size of the city was less than a square mile. Uh, The population was probably around 1,000. Uh, we're, like I said, officially we're 4,500. We're actually over 5,000 now. Uh, and, uh, the geographic area is just expanded 10 times, uh, over and it will continue. Well, let's talk a little bit about something else. Let's talk about the law enforcement torch run for special Olympics, which you founded in 1981. Is that true? And where did that idea come from? Well, uh, Special Olympics, uh, in 1978, I was a young chief, and I was asked to come down to the uh, summer games for Kansas Special Olympics, which is held in Wichita at South High School. And I was asked to come down and give medals out, and I thought, well, okay, I don't know that much about it. So I put a uniform on, I went down, and I started handing out these medals to these Special Olympians. And I saw how joyful they were. There was a couple of thousand of them. And I thought to myself, you know, we're the largest police department in the city, in the state of Kansas, the city of Wichita. We need to get involved in this because law enforcement crosses all the boundaries that we as human beings put up, you know, race, religion, economics, 
culture, whatever it is, law enforcement has to deal with that. Special Olympians come from all of those walks. So not only did I see the Special Olympians, but I saw their families. I saw the volunteers, and I said, this is something we need to get involved in. So the department became a prime sponsor. Uh, there was two of us that were prime sponsors, Coke Engineering and the Wichita Police Department. And we put on a banquet. We put on bands, and we served meals for uh, the banquet. The volunteers, the officers would come down with their spouses. And then in, we did that for a couple of years. And then in 1981, we had a, quote, over 40 running club. Uh, you can identify with this running well, situation. I sure can. <laughs> so, oh, over 40. Yeah, yeah over 40. <laughs> A, a couple of the officers came in and said, Chief, we have an idea. We want to run a torch from City Hall to South High School with some athletes, a distance of five miles. I said, great, go ahead. That's a wonderful idea. Well, they ran the torch. The news media picked up on it. And the next business day, a bunch of business guys called and said, Chief, that's a great idea. What can we do? And I said, send money. <laughs> so we estimated that first year we probably raised 300 bucks. Uh, well, that has grown over the years through the International Association of Chiefs of Police, through Special Olympics International, and last year we had 100,000 officers run worldwide, and uh, it was phenomenal in that last year we raised $60 million. How many? How much? $60 million 60, last year. not 16, 60. 60, 6-0. Wow. And so since the conception of the torch run in wichita uh we have raised 735 million dollars for special olympics worldwide and that all started here with five officers uh and it it continues to go i travel all over talking to officers from around the world uh to carry the torch so anytime you go anywhere any state any country and you see a law enforcement torch run it started in wichita all right. Now, do you have any leisure time? <laughs> I take take leisure. Well, how, how old are you? I'm 78. Good gravy. Okay. What do you have any leisure time? Well, I see. Uh, this afternoon, I'm going to go to the gym for a couple hours. How's that? Yeah, that sounds to me like you've hired all the smart people to do all the work for you. <laughs> I have. <laughs> uh, I'm an avid. Uh, I tell you, what, I'm a family guy. Uh, my two sons are grown. We have uh, four grandchildren, and of course. Three of them are now married, so we have great-grandchildren, and we have, uh, in fact, we just, uh, uh, the the two sons and the, uh, the all the grandsons, we just got back from Alaska on a fishing trip, and we are uh, had uh, great out time, you know, great mm-hmm. outdoor times with our family, fishing, hunting, just boating, and uh, things of that nature, and we're still blessed that we can still do that we're still healthy sharon and i and uh so we've we are uh so you're going to do have, this for a while longer at this maze administration you think you can do that for a while longer what do you think well i'm having a good time <laughs> uh, i think uh as long as they'll put up with me and and uh the council over the years you know they're they're great we have a, a wonderful council uh they're uh you know and uh Every time I think about, they just kind of pat you on the shoulder and say, "Oh, just hang around a little bit longer." Wow! And, How about that? So it works out good. And tell me that over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we got to wrap wrap up here, uh, uh, Richard. But I got to tell you, it's, it's been a pleasure. Uh, I've been in the media and worked with you when you were the police chief here, and frankly, 
you you were my favorite police chief. You had an interesting idea about uh, media. You said, you know, to all your officers, as long as you're telling the truth, go ahead and talk to them. Yeah. Pretty much is what you said. And uh, that was refreshing. We don't see that anymore. But uh, we appreciate what you, your service as police chief, the Special Olympics torch run, and now this uh, maze uh, uh, administrative office thing you're doing is great. And you're, you're really, you've become one of the oldest people I know. Our guest is Maze <laughs> City Administrator Richard Lamont, and a good sense of humor. That's all for this edition of Issues 2018. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. I'm Steve McIntosh. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.